Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Joshua chapter 19, and the simple title today is Honor Your Leader. I love this. It's going to happen. We're going to see the rest of the land divided up, and then they're going to do something special for Joshua here at the bottom. And I just think it's awesome. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But as always, like what we're doing here. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on that road to 1,000, so we can do some other things. So I want you to help us out. Just tell people, look, just go subscribe. Because if they just go and subscribe, we can get to that 1,000. be great. Also, if you listen to the podcast, make sure you go and subscribe too. But also, you're my favorites. I love you so much. Make sure you are leaving us a five-star review. Leave us a comment on that. It just helps us know what's working, what's not working. And we always want to get better because man, the more we dig, the more we find. And if we can get better tools to dig with, man, better off we'll be. I also want you to go to the Facebook group and they're doing an amazing job over there. I learn something every day from them as they're writing some amazing devotions. And so we want to continue all of that. And we're going to jump into this today, Joshua chapter 19. So we got your Bible. You're going to open it up with me to Joshua chapter 19, the NLT version. I want to kind of catch you up. And that is this. The nation of Israel has now crossed over the Jordan uh, Jordan River. They have taken over all the land, and Joshua is in the process of dividing out all the land amongst the tribes. Once they get these massive parcels of land, they got to move in. they got to go and drive out the rest of the nations, belligerent nations that aren't willing to, to do what they need to do and go in and take over these crops or plant crops and just start living in the area. And they're, these are people who one generation removed from born in slavery born without hope. Now the world is before them. And it's just this amazing thing. And it's also amazing at who in the world named these cities. <laughs> it is hard to do, but we're going to make it through it. This is one of the last chapters that has so many names. So I want you to do me a favor, Joshua chapter 19, they're going to divide up a whole lot of land, going to be a whole lot of names. So if you're looking at it with your paper Bible, I want you to sound out these words when I do them. I'm going to read them a little slower, and let's see if we can suffer through this together. But we're going to read them because remember, every one of these, these towns is a fulfilled promise by God to these Israelite people. So it's important we read them, but they're hard <laughs> to read. So here we go. Let's read them together. And I love what happens at the end. I can't wait to get there. Let's get started. Joshua chapter 19, verse 1 says, The second allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Simeon. Their homeland was surrounded by Judah's territory. Simeon's homeland included Beersheba, Sheba, Moldah, Hazar, Shual, Belal, Ezim, Hetald, Bethul, Hormah, Ziklag, Beth, Macabro, Hazar, Sushi, I tell you that's what it looks like, Beth, Lebothoth, and Sheruan, 13 towns with their surrounding villages. It also included Ain, Rimon, Ether, and Ashan, the four towns and their villages, including all the surrounding villages as far south as Bethal, Beir, known as Rama of the Negev. This was their homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Simeon. Their allocation of land came from part of the land that had been given to Judah because Judah's territory was too large for them. So the tribe of Simeon received an allocation within the territory of Judah. The third allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Zebulon. The boundary of Zebulon's homeland started in Sarid, and from there it went west 
going past Meral, touching Debesh, and proceeding to the brook east of Jokinim. Jokinim. In the other direction, the boundary went east of Sarid and the border of Kishloth Tebor, and from there, Debrith and Japhia. Then it continued east to Gath Hefar, Eth Kazin, and Rimon, and turned toward Nai. The boundary, the northern boundary of Zebulon, passed at Nethon and ended at the valley of Aiphel. The towns in these areas included Katath, Nelal, Zimron, Delal, and Bethlehem. We knew that one. Twelve towns and their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Zebulon included these towns and their surrounding villages. The fourth allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Issachar. The boundaries included the following towns. Jezreel, Zaluth, Zanum, Harem, Shion, Anaharth, Ribath, Kaishon, and Ibez, Rameth, Ezgrinim, Ezhadath, and Beth Pazaz. <laughs> that, that's my favorite, Beth Pazaz. The boundary also touched Tabor, Shehumam, and Beth Shemesh, ending at the Jordan River. 16 towns with their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Issachar included these towns and their surrounding villages. The fifth allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Asher. Its boundaries included the towns of Hikath, Halel, Betan, Hashkaf, Halamath, Amon, and Mishal. The border of the west touched Carmel and Seor Labinath. And then it turned east toward Beth Dagon and ran as far as Zebulon in the valley of Iphel, going north to Beth Emek and Nahel. It continued north to Kabu, Ebdon, Rehob, Hamon, Kanath, and east of the greater Sadon. Then the boundary turned toward Ramath to the fortress of Tyre, where it turned toward Heshai and came to the Mediterranean Sea. The territory also included Mabel and Akzib and Umah and Afak and Eroth, 22 towns in their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the tribe to the clans of the tribe of Asher included these towns in the surrounding villages. The sixth allotment of land of the tribe of Naphtali, the boundary of the land of Halef and the, uh, from the oak of Samin to the extended across Adimi, Nekeb, Jabniel, and as far south as Lacun and ended at the Jordan River. The western boundary ran past Esnath Tebor and on to Hekuth and touched the border of, the Zeb- of Zebulon of the south and the border of Asher on the west of the Jordan River on the east. The fortified towns included the territory of Zadim, Zer, Hamath, Rakath, and Kenirath, Adamath, Ramah, Hazor, Kadesh, Edri, and Enhazor. And Euron and Magdal Il, and Haram and Beth Hana, and Beth Shemesh, 19 towns in the surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Naphtali included these towns and the surrounding villages. We got two, one left, one left, the land of Grodan. Here we go. The seventh allotment of the land went to the clans of the tribe of Dan. Here we go. The land allocated as their homeland, including the following towns Zeor, Estal, Er Shemesh, Sha'abim, Jelon, and Ithalal, Elan, Timnah, Ekon, Eltka, Gibbethon, and Balath, Jehud, Bene Berek, Gath Rimon, Me Jakon, and Rekon, and the territory across from Joppa. 
But the tribe of Dan had trouble taking possession of their land. So they attacked the town of Laish, captured it, slaughtered its people, and set her there, and renamed the town Dan after their ancestor. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Dan included these towns and the surrounding villages. Now, here we go. Here's the end. 49. After all the land was divided among the tribes, the Israelites gave a piece of the land to Joshua for his allocation. For the Lord had said that he could have any town he wanted. He chose Timnah Serah in the hill country of Ephraim, and he rebuilt the town and lived there. These are the territories of Eleazar the priest, Joshua the son of Nun, and the tribal leaders allocated as grants of land to the tribes of Israel by casting sacred lots in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle in Shiloh. So the divisions of land was completed. Praise the Lord. But as we get ready to end our time together, and praise the Lord that we're done with all those names, I want to pause for a moment and just celebrate something. Joshua was born a slave. He got to see God do amazing things. Then he wandered in the wilderness with these people for 40 years. Then he spends the next 25 to 30 years of his life working for these people laboring with these people, dealing with stubborn things and celebrating and all this kind of stuff. And now that it's come to an end, they honor Joshua and say, pick a place. You can have any place that you want. And he goes and he's able to do all of this. And they honored their leader for all the work that they could see, but then all the work they probably couldn't see as well. How many times did he probably have to meet with people and try to figure out how they were going to divide up this land? How many times during the wilderness did he almost give up? Did he have to advocate for the people or advocate for Moses or do the different things? No telling. But they were able to honor him as the best they could. And it's amazing to watch them give him the honor that he is owed. And I want to ask you this question as we end our time together. Who would you consider to be a leader in your life? Maybe it's a family leader, be a, um, a father or a mother or some, someone like that. Who is someone that would be a spiritual leader in your life? Maybe it's your pastor. Maybe it's a small group leader. Maybe it's just someone that, that leads you in that way. How about a mentor in your life? A coach, a, a coworker, a boss, some, someone like that. Someone who leads you in some kind of way. Do you know, most of the time, it's the people that you think it the, that need it the least that actually need honoring the most? Because many times, it's the strong ones among us that people go, well, they don't really need it. You know, they've already got it all together, you know, whatever. But everybody needs to know that they matter. Everybody needs to know they're making a difference. Everybody needs to know that what they're doing is important to somebody. So I want to ask you this question. Who is someone in your life that you would consider to be a leader? And what is a way that you can honor them? The way they were honored Joshua is by finally giving him rest, finally giving him a place where he could settle with his family. Now, you know, for most of us, that's not possible for us. We can't say, hey, I'm going to let you go retire now, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. But what could you do? Maybe it's a kind word. Maybe it's a handwritten card. Maybe it's, you know, used to call it that folding money. You know, you put it, put it in your pocket and, hey, don't worry about it. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's going out to eat with them. Maybe it's keeping their kids, let them go on a date night. How could you best honor people who are leading you? Because now there's, there's bad examples out there, right? But most people I meet are not that bad. Most people I meet are not bad. They're just busy, to be honest with you. And most leaders, especially spiritual leaders, they get into leading because they love Jesus and they love others. And they usually don't get the honor that's due them. 
most parents I see don't get the honor that is due to them. You know, kids never know all the times when they don't say what they wanted to say, when they don't correct areas where they could have. And, and no one's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. But maybe you're in this situation now where someone came to your mind. Hey, I haven't told that person what I think, you know, about them. And it's a good thing. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't said this in a long time. I want to encourage you today, no matter when you're listening to this, before the end of the day today, think of one leader that has made a difference in your life now or in the, in the past and tell them that you love them, honor them. They may need it more than you realize. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, for the people you put in our life. But we know that we all have negative situations and negative things, but I pray that they'll never overshadow the fact you also put good people in our life. And there's opportunities all around us, Lord, that we can make a difference as well. I pray, God, that you'll give us the courage, you open our eyes to see who needs it, and we'll take the next step of honoring a leader today. In Jesus' name, amen. My prayer for you is when you get to the end of your life, you'll say as Joshua did in Joshua 21, 45, he said this, not a single one of all the good promises that the Lord had given was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'll see you tomorrow for Joshua chapter 20. 